With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group Community Call in the Orion Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Today is Sunday, the 19th of March. 2017, and tonight's speaker is Gary Ray, which is also known as the White Wolf, and whenever you're ready, brother. Okay, brother. Um thought somebody said Gypsy was in there. Uh, she well, is, she in, is in there, Dad. I see her up there. Bless her heart. I missed her. She must be working or something. Or, but anyway... Um, no, see, with the Ides of March at this time, uh, just occurred, the 20th. And um, um, or, you know, just the other day. And um, that's when they go to war. That was the 15th, because that's when they hit the debt ceiling. Treasury let out a release that they were doing the tap dance, shuffling accounts like they do every year until Congress either comes back in session or makes them a new budget, extends the debt ceiling, whatever, which they've done for years, Um, or make some kind of an extension adjustment. And... um, so that they don't default and hit the, you know, hit the, the recall button. And uh, I think they've done that once before. But uh, things could get very interesting. And so we're also involved at this time that China and certain other countries throughout the world are coming out with that Chinese currency that's backed in gold. But they have uh, refused to allow the uh, currency dollar to trade on par with it and exchange, you know, with it because the currency dollar has no intrinsic value. It is strictly uh, an air-created currency. And um, they're expecting that should all this stuff start happening by the 5th of April, by the middle of July, them greenbacks or whatever you want to call them are going to start getting damn hard to find. And um, see, that's why I like people trying to tell people to buy gold and silver. Years ago, when it was silver was 450 an ounce, Gold was 150, 189 ounce. Oh, you're crazy. That ain't never going to happen. You know, if you don't buy it when it's low, 
when you wake up and realize that you need it, it's going to be so damn high that you're not going to get in the game. And friend, when you start talking about what Silver's fixing to do, they need, I forgot how many billion ounces they need in China just to come online electronically. You have no idea. Uh, uh, silver is going to come to a place that you're not going to be able to use it for a medium of exchange. It's going to be too valuable in industry. Platinum, palladium, um, electrum, special made alloy metals. You're going to find science is, is going to come back up in science. Well, science a damn relation anyway. I mean, uh, religion in the sense that uh, they all got their own priesthood and their own belief structure. And if you get outside of their bailiwack or their accepted field, oh, now, can't do that. See, the Pope and the College of Cardinals in Rome and the university system, and mm, they pull your chair, boy. Uh, they take your cap and your gun away from you. Uh, you won't be able to write nothing, you know. And so they use peer pressure and stuff like that. And they get so heavily connected that they can't go back and pump gas anymore, as the fellow said. You know what I mean? Uh, there's other ways of doing things, but they haven't learned those because they were so locked into, let's say, the physical system. Jim, I hope you're recording this. Yes, sir, it's recording. Yep, sure is. But anyway, um, man, I can build one of those download-type deals. I've been digging into Alan Watts and stuff. Yeah, could be come in and ask me some questions. And, and um, you know, when they ask, you better be prepared to give it to them. And you want to give it to them in bites that they can get a grip on. And... Um, Man, he can go into download study mode like I used to do for 18, 20 hours at a time. And so you feed him good, give him all the information he can he can meditate, chew on, look at, read, whatever, and uh, answer questions when he comes. And, man, he can ask some real... You had a toupee, man, it'd sound like a halo up there. It'd be popping the dirt as a fan. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it could really make a thing. But uh, he asked questions, and I run across this stuff with Alan Watts. And Alan had some excellent points, especially um, in the usage of terms, words. See, like... Um, when you say gnosis, a Gnostic, the Greek term, um, I don't pronounce it right, but it it really meant to know. So if you were an agnostic, 
you were kind of one that didn't want to know, so to speak, you know. <laughs> You're going out the direction. And uh, yet there is a light and a dark side to everything. And so you have knowledge and, and say, a, a, a lack of knowledge. And so uh, you'll find the scripture and it'll tell you that uh, the great God dwells in thick clouds of darkness. Why? Because it's a deep, unrevealed state of the mind. That's why they put her in a box in Macaw. Ma's car. They go Wittershem when they march around her rectangular box, which is really two cubes. And inside is a very special stone. <laughs> oh, my, 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 my. And she's in a bowl, a dish, you know. I mean, it's a woman. <laughs> and then go to India, and you see the lingam bowls. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're all telling you the same story. Uh, it's just you're going to have to allow yourself to learn. If you can't allow yourself to learn, you're not going to prevail. There's things that's been told and taught is moralistic that is nothing more than somebody's Leather strap, shall we say, to lead, guide, direct, and control you. And if you listen to them, you'll never, ever learn the full truth because you will not allow yourself or be too afraid to allow yourself to go to some of those realms of thought and mind and action to know whether you do or don't want to know. You're here on a mission. The creator that made us, that aspect already knows who and what it is. Now it's up to us to figure it out. And figure out what and how to do with it, shall we say. Because you can't see this this higher aspect until we do something or manifest it in this space-time continuum. When it says we're six, six, and six, we are the three-dimensional man. We are the man, the son of man. We're the son of the Adam. We've been made to rule over and reign. We were separated into two aspects, male and female. Why? Because we had to understand that we need both aspects to be one, twain, one flesh, one matter in manifestation. But until you can learn to do that, understand that, and start putting that aspect of thought together, you're not going to go anywhere. That's why when you say them four letters, Yod, Hey, Bob, Hey, you better go look and there's a masculine aspect, there's a feminine aspect, and there's two women doors. You might call them 
E-H-V-H. Because they got to go through them two doors, one way or another. The doors of change, alteration, regarding the time of growth and maturity, back to manifestation. And yet in the ancient paleo fire stick, that yod in the front, that's the Y. And mess ready, it'll look like a serpent standing on its tail with its head to the left. But um, in paleo, it was an ancient Y, just like you'd cut the fork out of a tree. And if you made a lock on an old-time smokehouse, you'd drop that fork and stick that in there. And then keep that gate or that door from opening up so nothing could get in. That used to be the yod. It was symbolizing the male impregnating the bath. That's what the Y stood for. And uh, but people don't understand these idiom symbols any longer. And if you did, um, it helped you wake up to a whole lot of things. And so Alan Watts had some very unique things that I'm sure that uh, Jacob would be uh, most appreciative of. Boy, he's got a good mind. Yep. We'll be right here at it. What's that, brother? I said uh, March 20th. Don't be right here at us. Well, yes, sir. Tomorrow is March 20th. Today is his birthday. Yep. I gotta go to the VA in the morning. Well, I got an appointment at one o'clock. And uh well, I didn't I didn't really jail too good today. I um kept feeling like I was having a hard time breathing earlier today. And uh I've noticed the last two or three days I and this kind of vertigo feeling. And I was telling B about it, and she looked at me, and she said, you too? And I said, yes. And um, I said something about um, having a hard time breathing this morning. And she said, Gary, that's exactly what I've been doing all morning. She said, I wonder if something's going on. I said, I don't know. I said, but... Um, I must admit it's it is quite unique, and uh, but it's just affected you know her and me. So okay. Yep, mine. Um, I remember talking to Clyde Lewis about a week so back. And he asked me a statement. He said, uh, what is it? What do you think it is? And I responded and I said, what you think is. And man, all of a sudden, he began to cut and go to here and there and yonder. Because that's that, when you stop and you talk about what you think it really is, 
And uh, what you think all day long is the definition of words, terms. See, that's why they would tell you, and I, years ago I talked to them, I'd tell them, if you realized how dangerous thoughts can be or how powerful those same thoughts can be, you would guard over your thoughts and your words as if you were walking along a very narrow precipice that'll drop 2,000 feet away. I said you would be very, very careful. Every idle word we give an account of in the Day of Judgment. I guess we do. Whenever it occurs, that is the Day of Judgment. You're being judged for the act. And what you created is what's going to occur. You know, it ain't a matter of waiting the next year or 20 years from now. Dude, you better be very damn careful. If you got one takes that long to get here coming. Ooh, son. The meals of God, they do grind exceedingly slow. But I'm here to tell you one thing. They do grind exceedingly fine, and when that judgment cometh, it cometh in that right quickly. And we got to put it in motion. I mean, it's just that simple. And uh, a lot of people don't like to say that, but that's a fact. I am tired. Tell you what, all that radioactivity in the Pacific, there's nothing in the Pacific Ocean tricard from Alaska to Chile that is safe to eat, including seaweed. The Gulf of Mexico, I would consider the same way because of the correction with uh, Deepwater Horizons. And the reason I say that is that uh, my granddaughter got to go down with some friends and they owned shrimp boats and oyster and rigs and all that kind of mess. And uh, they were bringing shrimp in. And as they would clean them and uh, go throwing them out, uh, she asked him, she said, what's wrong with those shrimp right there? He said, well, he said, that's some kind of a new tumor that started developing on them. And um, he said, all of a sudden, he said, we're getting a lot of them. He said, but um, seems to be uh, something in the water there. They're eating or whatever. And she said, that was it, Gage. She said, you were right. She come back and she said, we're not eating no kind of sea arachnoids, period. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, we... Um, and uh, also, if you'll notice, the porpoises and dolphins in the Gulf, they're developing uh, mammalian-type diseases um, that uh, are very closely related to humans. And uh, they're growing weird tumors, abnormal births. And so, I mean, you know, you kind of what you eat in a way. Um, like Bill said, it says that you can pray about it and you can eat it, what's sold in the shambles. 
And I think I'd kind of look around and see what the crap they were selling in the marketplace. I'm not uh, going to go down to my hog chitlins today anytime soon. Do I still sound that tired, Denise? Yeah, brother, you do sound tired. Tell you what, man, I was. I did first half of the day. I wasn't jawing real good at all. And, uh, matter of fact, I just woke up about 15 minutes ago. I laid down. I programmed when I was going to wake up. And, uh, I didn't go in and throw any dinner or anything together right fixed enough yesterday. All I did was have to warm up. I didn't even feel like doing any of that. And consequently, uh, I didn't do it. But, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I can tell you this much. Something is definitely happening. I don't know what the hell it is. But I can tell you this right now, it is. And um, I know that planet is supposed to have hit perihelion here a few days back. I don't know if that's what it is or not, but I know that the, the photons and the different things, something in the planet system, we'll start hearing about a bunch of a bunch of uh, quakes here real quick. Um, they've been trying to wrap some of that up. They've been cutting feeds off of Soho and different uh, feeds out of space. Um, and um, they had a live feed going the other day and just cut it big time. It went everywhere else in the world but not here. So if you think you're not being programmed and censored, I don't know what you're smoking, goddamn, but it's stronger than any cannabis that I know they sell. <laughs> That's the truth. And by the way, brother, uh, when we talked last night, uh, you, uh, I talked to my son today but he's just out of sorts a little bit. Uh, and uh, the situation I told you that came and then went, it came back. And um, you know, like I told him, you know, I tried to get him to go with me, but he, he would not listen. So I'm going to do my best maybe tomorrow to get him to go with me. And, uh, Jim, sometimes they have to wake up. And you have to just take your hands off the wheel and let it happen. I yes. mean, it comes a time and training wheels got to come off that bicycle. And you can't run but so far, so fast down so many roads. 
We're just telling you to go to outrun you. You're correct, brother. I understand that. Well, I mean, it's better to let it happen when it ain't bad than the end is to wait till it just tears the tracks up. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir, I do. I really do. But I want you to know I do appreciate the vibe and uh, the insight. I really do, more more than you know. Well, that's, that's fine. See, this is what I'm saying. You need to start stretching your tent cords of awareness. Um, Jacob and I had went to a town the other day. I, I make runs on certain days because I know they have some good veggies and stuff, and I can fix different stir-fries and whatever. And um, I like getting those... Uh, those big, super nice red bell peppers for about 50 to 70 cents a piece. And if I watch them real close, they uh, run a big special on them, so I buy the hell out of them. And then I can get the big green ones, you know, for about 48, 50 cents a piece. And so um, I can fix a lot of different salads and stuff like that. But anyway, we'll go places and... Uh, I come walking around and I happened to look up and um, there was a lady probably a good 30 feet away, 20, 30 feet away. And um, she had really pretty brown hair, like Shawnee's. Um, but she had it down and it was probably just about hip line. She had just trimmed it evidently. Matter of fact, she said that. And full um, head hair. I mean, boy, she reminded me of a shaman lady I'd seen a couple months back at Walmart um, at the Bayou. That was from Guatemala. But uh, this this gal was a pretty dead gum close representation to her. And um, we struck up conversation and. Uh, and find out she was Apache and Comanche. And um, she wasn't sure about all, you know, whether it was Mescalero, Rapo, you know, whatever. Um, uh, but anyway, um, as uh, we talked and went on, I could sense that this lady, it had taken all of these years to get her to where she would wake up to her ability. And boy, I mean, when she started waking up right there, I mean, that gal had some power. And so we talked and I explained certain things to her, you know, kind of give her a heads up and a how do you do and, you know, what to do. And um, I, I couldn't even tell you what her name is. We never told each other names or nothing. We used to exchange knowledge, and and uh, I prayed for her, you know, run energy on her, whatever. And uh, we went on our way. And then I went another place, a dead gum, done similar, but it scared that lady about half cent. And uh, then we went someplace else, and. Uh, I was getting more veggies over at the Walmart over at the market across the way from there. And there was a lady come in and she went, you know, 
I'm cold. And um, I turned around and asked her, I said, are you really that cold? She said, well, yes, I am. I'm about to breathe. I said, hold out your hand. I'll take it away. I won't even touch it. And so she did. I took it away. And um, I asked her if it was hotter or colder in her which hand. She could feel it more with the right, which I figured she would. And um, she took the heat. And when I got through and I turned it loose, I put my hand back and popped it, you know, to clear. She looked at me and she says, oh, my God. I don't know if you took it away or if I just got my mind off of it and it disappeared. She said, but whatever it was, it is. It is gone. So when you get an opportunity, you use your ability. You're exercising it. Somebody's got a headache, see if you can run energy on them. Now, if you don't think you can do it, then you don't have to hold back a little bit. See yourself picturing yourself healing, helping them people, and the door will open for you to do it. And as you begin to get the winds under your belt, so to speak, and learn that you are doing this, then um, um, you'll, you'll get to where you can do any kind of thing. See, that's even the principle that was taught in Karate Kid, the very first one. When he took it, he popped his hands and focused his chi, his thoughts. He directed it on his hands, energy to his hands. He used his hands up because he knew that would help transfer to the mind. He put it on uh, Masio's knee, and it began to empower it. It took the pain away because it made him focus on the heat and the transfer of energy, and that allowed that muscle in reality, it would have done exactly as it was portrayed in that uh, that deal. Matter of fact, I used to practice that very technique uh, years and years ago, and it definitely does work. You in there, Jim? Yes, sir, I am. I mean, like you said, there's many things coming down uh, the pipeline, so to speak, and things in the air. I mean, it's, it just seems like it's, you know, just a little bit everywhere giving everybody a little bit. Well, I'm here to tell you, it's kind of like I was saying uh, I was explaining to the children, I said, listen to me. I said, I don't care if you only have a little bit of gold and a little bit of silver. You better remember, little is much. And I said, you've been trained and told this for years. I said, and uh, you just hang on to it. Keep it scattered out like you got it. When push comes to shove, you dole it out a little at a time. I said, you don't go get it while somebody's there waiting on you. You may keep a little bit here and a little bit there standing by. Don't be get 
getting no nothing from no stash. They'll come back and kill you over it. And uh, I remember years ago, matter of fact, there were several big stashes of wealth that's hit not too far from the old farm. And um, this guy, uh, he had two or three buddies. And he got them to carry, go with him. They dug the hole and set it all up. Buried his gold and silver and everything, weapons and everything on the ground. And uh, while they was uh, doing uh, some of the work going in and out, he uh, collected their weapons and shot them all inside of that pit that they had prepared. And uh, put their weapons in there with them and boarded it up and packed it over. And uh, nobody ever found it. Um, one boy did find it, and I think when he ran across the skeletons, it, he wasn't really, all of his elevators didn't click. And he, uh, it scared him so bad, he, uh, he never could tell nobody or would never tell nobody where he went. And uh, there's several places not far from here, as far as the old farm goes, that uh, all kinds of things. Uh, you'd be amazed at what you're going to be able to see and do with your mind. Um, if you got good at, let's say, using a, a pendulum um, or even a dowsing rod, if you uh, found out stories about, you know, buried treasure or something like that in, say, your area, you could take and use that dowsing rod or that pendulum and that map, and you could pretty well zero in on uh, buried treasure and stuff because, man, they've done it for years. And um, I had sent... Uh, certain information on gold fingers, you know, like fingerboards on computers and uh, making the extraction process. And uh, it's uh, really quite economical. And so my grandson was asking me ways of making guy, and he's always wanting to do something. So hell, I, I feed him with information. I mean, he's into chemistry and like Tesla studies and coils and God, he's into engine designs, and I'm a she-willikers. Anyway, so I give him enough information to keep him going. And, uh, you know, as long as he wants to learn, feed him. I don't want to give him too much, but when I give him something, I want him, he knows that it's quality. And uh, if he's got a question, um, I may not be able to give him what he wants, the way he wants it. But he can tell I know enough about it and what I'm saying makes sense. And he'll listen to me. And and we've trained them to where they'll come tell us anything and everything. I mean, they'll share anything with us. Everything. I mean, underline it two or three times. They're that open with us. And no mockery, whatever. It's kind of like doing um, the methodology in a way with the Sonoy Dreamers. Um, Sonoy, S-E-N-O-A. 
they were South Pacific Islanders, and uh, they had no crime. And they taught the children how to dream. And um, damn, I mean, it was a great study. Um, it was kind of like teaching them lucid dreaming um, and uh, OBE at the time. And then the next morning after they had their dream, they would encourage them to uh, tell their dream. And so as they did, you know, at first they kind of probably embellished it a little bit. And then it got to where they could see. You know, uh, if you practice, you mimic something, you become that thing. And that's the principle of putting your mind on it. And using, uh, like I told you all last week about using that puzzle method, once you pray a prayer, take the, take the idea of that finished or completed prayer and maybe draw it out like a picture and then cut it up into about 14 pieces, you know, cut lines in it to where it's going to still be the same picture. So every time you look at it, you're really reinforcing the picture. But you're emphasizing, excuse me, a new block each time until you get all 14 stations of that crossed over, crossing over, period, completed. Why crossing over? A woman's cycle is considered 28 days. And so what you're doing is you're playing the crossover in the mind. You're assisting the pattern of heaven. You've lifted up your eyes. You're walking through the height and the breadth of the land. And by putting your understanding on it, remember, the earth is your footstool, heaven is your throne. You don't get that together. You can just consider yourself gone. Yes, sir. And they tell you practice makes perfect. Got to. I mean, it's going to work whether you do it or whether you don't do it. Either defuse the bomb or it's going to keep going. It's going to blow. Yes, sir. We just got to choose if we are or if we are not. And it tells that, us one, that one statement from Pat Moriarty, uh, uh, Morita, uh, and, and uh, Karate Kid. Machio asked him the question. He says, um, what is best way to avoid punch? <laughs> he looks back at him. He says, not be there. You have That's to quit painting pictures in your mind of calamity. Because if you paint the picture of calamity, you invariably will paint yourself there. You need to figure out how to stop painting them damn pictures so that you are not there. Yes, sir. It tells us hold not up the unclean thing. That's exactly right. I I, I went on and found some more on uh, Alan Watts. I'm I'm probably going to send Jacob a few more, and if they look really good, which I think they are, 
I'll uh, do my best to send a share tap out to everybody because, I mean, there's things that the man is saying that um, there's voices everywhere. Some of these people, man, they know so that gun much more than I know, man. I sit there in awe just listening to them. And um, I know that there's things that I've been blessed to be able to do, and I mean, I'm 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 glad with what I've got. But I'm here to tell you something. When you find people that know, share them and what they know with people that you know. And in so doing, you'll find that all of you will become stronger because of the simple fact that you may teach them to go to listen to so-and-so, and and they may hear it and tell so-and-so, and and -and so-and-so may get it, and all of a sudden the light go off, and boy, they really understand. Now it begins to come back up the line. It goes around, around the mill, and people become more enlightened. And that's what you have to look at. You have to look at helping people. Now is the time that we need to help our fellow man. If we don't help our fellow man, we are not going to help ourselves because we can't be separated from that fellow man. I was thinking about that scripture when uh, they're asking him, what's in your hand, hand, Moses? Yeah. You already got the staff. You already got the authority. You already got the power. But if you don't realize it and if you don't put it in action, you don't believe it, you don't turn it loose. It can't. It can't happen. It can't work for you. Yes, sir. I remember you telling me that when you said, "When you said, watching your hand, Moses, and the God answers back to Moses, I've already given you the power. Why? Why aren't you doing it?" And that's the way a lot of us are sometimes, brother. Yeah. We get in a place or a situation, and, I mean, we've heard it, and it's there, but we don't apply it. And we can't really blame no one else but us. And they that tell is us correct. Yes, sir. And it says if we don't use it, we lose it because we didn't apply it, and therefore we walk away and forget about it. Well, I do know in the book of Esther, uh, Mordecai told Esther, um, who knows what you came to the kingdom for. You do not rise to the occasion, in essence, and do that which you were destined to do. 
then another will be raised up to take your place. See, what people have to realize is that we all have a choice. We can either get in this game or we can stand by over there and just kind of, you know, watch from the far end of the field, as the man said. But um, every little bit, what may seem like a little bit to you, God, man, it may, they used to tell a story about, uh, you hear him talk about the little woman and her mite. And he made the statement uh, in the analogy, says uh, her mite was greater than all of those that uh, came in and sounded the trumpet, so to speak. And what they did was that uh, they'd have a money box and they'd have a big brass funnel. And um, they had ripples in it. And uh, so when the wealthy man come in, he wanted people to think he was uh, something big. He made throw in a hundred pennies, so to speak. But uh, he'd drop them down there, and it sound like he done throwed in a hundred, two hundred dollars. And so she throwed in that one little mic that did clink. And the master, he said, her little mic was more valuable. See, if you take it in the analogy as to belief, a belief, fitly shaped, applied, nurtured over, guarded over as a hen might guard over her brood. Protecting those arrows that's in your quiver as if they were children, yet they be thoughts of your mind. If you learn to garner and watch over them, prepare and protect them, those plants will grow. There's appropriate times to plant them, and and sometimes you need to kind of let them sit in a cold box in there for a few days and so that when you do put them, boom, they're ready to rock and roll. And see, that's what we got. We've got a bunch of seeds in the, in the cooler now. And uh, we're getting ready to pull out and go plant the seeds there in a week or so. But uh, that's the way it is with your thoughts. You garner and you watch over them. You develop them. Um, when you can take the two aspects, the male and female aspects, the knowledge of how to impregnate a thought um, and the knowledge of how to uh, apply the power of the receptive emotional aspect, the feminine aspect, whether you're male or female, doesn't make any difference. We're all the same. And uh, if you can learn to do that, then you can empower and enhance a prayer uh, by yourself. See, because if in certain scriptures, if you go to, it tells you plainly that um, we're to possess her as the great God or the creator aspect did from the beginning. <laughs> but in another place, it tells you that she has never been soiled 
by man. <laughs> and so you, you need to kind of get a little understanding here about what you're reading and what realm of thought you're dealing with because once you learn some of these characteristics and so forth, see, this is why Peter was being rebuked, Peter being the impregnating aspect, uh, Cephas, the rock, the progenitor uh, on this rock, this aspect of truth or knowledge. I build my congregation, and yet uh, he's railing against Mary the Magdalena and uh, telling her that those women are not worthy of eternal life. And uh, the Messiah in that particular instance uh, rebukes Peter, and he says, but if I teach them how to be male, like you males are male, then they shall inherit also. Boy, that man, he popped old Peter's jockey shorts, as the fellow said. See, because Peter always had impregnation on his mind. Well, the natural aspect of the feminine side is the receptive vessel. So Peter, in the sense that it is used, is always copulating with the feminine aspect, and yet he's telling the females that they don't understand this deep secret. And so the Messiah, in the analogy, says, whoa, hold the phone, buddy, rep. Y'all are 50-50. She's half male and half female, and so are you. If I teach her how to use her other half, <laughs> there ain't no damn difference between these males and these females here. Somebody's got to understand something. And if you begin to do that, <laughs> well, anyway, Jim, what do you think? Brother, everything you're saying is right down the line. I mean, there's a few people on there just saying certain things that I had to kind of block them because. I mean, uh, they're just a bunch of nonsense they're putting up there. You know. I don't know who that is, number 13. I'm blocking him, too. There you go. Bye-bye, choo-choo, boogie-woogie. You're out of there. This is Roscoe P. Coltrane shirt down here. (laughs) For noble truth is asking why be so disrespectful. We're not disrespectful. You're disrespecting our call, and that's not what the call is about. We're here to talk about the divine mind and the things that are we're endeavoring to help one another with. Well, here's the thing, Jim. Wherever you go, wherever you go, you run into people and um, 
they're real quick to show you whether they're intelligent, um, they're ignorant, they're just uh, mad as hell, or, or whatever. All they do is give them a little bit, they'll open their head, and their fingers will go to walking, and they'll go to talking. See how the abundance of their own heart, their mouth and their fingers will speak. They'll disclose everything that's between their ears, mind, and eyeballs. And if you understand, see, they're, they're not angry at you and me. They're angry at themselves. And this is the mechanism that they have to use to try to find some solace, some peace, uh, some high, if you will, in their own mind. And um, they come back because in reality they want to know what we're teaching. But at this point in time, Miller said it just kind of chaps their big old hello, hello. I mean, you know, that thing back there, it's got that split in it. It just chaps that bad boy, just something terrible for them. I understand, brother. I mean, but sometimes they say things, and I know, it, and, you know, it takes people's mind off of what they're endeavoring to understand and, you know, learn or to be a part of. And, uh, you know, and I'm just trying to keep it at an even uh, kill here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, sure. I mean, see, this is the thing. Um, It's kind of like some of the things with Alan Watts. I know that there are things in there that, God, there's people that I would love for them to know. And yet, I know that I absolutely cannot teach them, cannot share with them, uh, and nobody I know can. And yet, it would be to the saving of their household, their life even, in some cases. And um, you you just cannot... Give it to them. They they are not prepared. Um, I, I've got a set of cousins. I don't know where they go to assembly now, or church, or whatever. Man, let me tell you something. For them two gals to leave that place after all these years, sonny hachikachi, something had to be going on big time. But. Uh, People are being woke up and their own lifestyle, their own thoughts create the actions in their lives that make them stop, look, see, listen. And if uh, you don't listen that time, guess what? It's like a nightmare, except it's, it's what you call a reality. Because it's got another way of getting your damned attention. It's just mm-hmm. how much pressure do you have to have to put on that spot up there that you pack around on your shoulders 
before you add two and two and come up with four. Because um, I'll tell you something, the mind is a wonderful thing. But you damn well better learn to understand her. And um, that's why if I get the chance to help some of these people, I can't help it. I may never see them again. It doesn't make any difference to me. I help them because I'm on the wheel just like they are. Karma is what I make her. Man, she'd be a fine lady, so to speak. You're damn good. No, I understand, brother. I'm just... Uh, I'm listening to everything you're saying, and I'm sure the people are, but they keep coming in and there. I'm just trying to. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, knowing what you're saying and things like that, we just need to get ourselves in to gear, and we need to we need to know that we know that we know, and you know, and step up to the plate, like. It, like I've heard you say many a time, you know, if we don't step up to the plate, we ain't going to know which ends up or which ends down or who's winning the game or who ain't. You've got to test it. You've got to use it. And uh, I remember my mother, she used to tell me, oh, God has to just make me speak in tongues. I said, Mama, why? I said, who told you that mess? I said, that's not in the scripture. I said, that there is to give you power to help you ramp up the program. And after that, you know, she got to where she could turn loose, you know. But uh, people get these silly ideas from these ignorant-ass preachers. And, you know, and years ago, I mean, um, well, anyway, and this old gal died in church. and. They called the old preacher, and he come over. He prayed, and the old sister come back too. And they got to talking. Everybody was hooping and hollering, jumping around, you know, because old sister, whatever, was alive and well. And um, all of a sudden, she said, "That's it. I'm going home." Boom! She's out of here. They let her back down. Dead as a doornail. They called that preacher back over there. They prayed for this old sister one more time. She sat up. She blinked. She looked at that preacher and she said, I've listened to you all these years. Now you get over there and be quiet. I'm going home. Don't you call me back no more. Lay that back down. That's it. You go. So you got control over what happens. Just like she had control over leaving. She could have had control over staying. We're not all going to die. But we all are going to change. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I truly believe in that is by the renewing of our mind. If we don't get it in there and apply it and use it, then it don't do us no good. That's just like your car sat down in the driveway unless you get in it, start it up and drive it. It's going to sit there and rust away. Sure, you got to use it. You definitely have to use it. And, um, but, uh, yeah, we've had Misty and them come in again. Uh, I thought they were going to work. I guess she was just getting her tax stuff to uh, squared away. They delivered her timber last week to finish out their trailer. And, uh, Got Jacob's car fixed up. Got to get Shawnee's finished. And um, I got to be gone in the morning. So that's about a two and a half, three hour drive to uh, the VA clinic up there in Ellick. But uh, yeah, that's stuff I sent out to all of y'all on. Um, Alan Watts this evening. Um, and some of that would really be good for you to think about. Um, it'll give you fresh food, so to speak, from a different source. And, um, I mean, um, you know, you can open up a can of bread so, so many times, but after a while, that air is a little bit stale. And um, I know that some of you need a little pumpernickel or maybe a little rye or some of you may want a soda bread or some of you may want a yeast bread or hell, some of you may be into some fruit cake, damn it, um, but, uh, or a socket tunny cake, I don't know. But uh, you got to test drive other thoughts and ideas. And uh, that... Um, that is uh, what you need to be looking at. I mean, you're you're going to say things. You can't depend on Trump. Hell, they're trying as much to stop Trump as as whatever. And and um, he's already at war with the damn intel community. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you something. Uh, don't you know that uh, Devos, what is it, uh, the guy over Amazon and is the Washington Post man, um, got that big contract with the CIA? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Don't you, don't you know what's going on here? Anyway, um, I love y'all. I'm out of here. Y'all have a good night, Jim. Shalom, prosper, and be in hell. Same to you, brother. You know, we love you. And blessings to you and your family. Hope you're feeling better. Well, folks, I want to thank each and every one of you for coming.
tonight and uh, blessings and salutations to each of y'all. May Yahweh bless you, keep you in perfect divine health. See you next week, same time, same place. Take care, everyone. We love you now. Shalom. And I'm going to end the call. Thank you, everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.